Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello and welcome to Made by Mamas, the podcast. I'm Zoe. And I'm Georgia. And we're here talking all things parenthood. You know, the real conversations. Tips and tricks. Products we love. And brands we can't live without. Let's get into it. Well, both Georgia and I are so, so looking forward to today's Q&A because um, the other subject that we talk about other than sleep uh, is hair. And we always say to each other, oh, your hair's looking nice today. What have you done to your hair? What products are you using on your hair? Um, and there's been a lot of postpartum hair loss conversations between the two of us. So we really wanted to get somebody uh, in who is an expert in the space. Um, now, I'm going to call her an expert trichologist, and I've managed to get that out. And uh, but uh, but actually, a, a head and scalp expert. Um, it's Annabelle Kingsley. Welcome to the podcast. Great to have you on. Yay! <laughs> oh, it's so amazing to be here. I'm really excited. Thank you so much for joining us, Annabelle. We're really excited to have this conversation. But for those of well, a lot of our listeners, in fact, we didn't know what a trichologist was until a couple of weeks ago. Could you just explain exactly what it is? You do. Trichology is the scientific study of the hair and scalp. So as trichologists, so basically we're like dermatologists, but specifically for the skin on top of your head and then the hair that grows from it. And we deal with, you know, all types of hair loss and scalp conditions. Um, And one of, well, actually my passion is um, postpartum hair loss. Being a woman and also being a mother, um, I think it's something that really isn't talked about enough. Women are left Mm. in the dark about it. Um, Women are taken by surprise or given misinformation. So I'm really, really excited to be um, sharing some information on it today. So in short, what does happen to us Post, postpartum with the, with with our hair because for me it's been one of the biggest most distressing kind of life experiences that I've gone through where I where I you know half of my head of hair fell out it was yeah. coming out in chunks I then went into early menopause you know chuck that in I've now you know I now have tapes because I just felt so unconfident and I just felt it took away everything it was it was yeah. really really hard for me to get my head around actually I mean I experienced it after the birth of my first son I'm waiting for it to happen three months postpartum now, but um, it is completely debilitating and it kind of hits us just when we're starting to feel a little bit more like ourselves again. And then when we're getting Mm. the hang of looking after this new person and then your hair comes out and it's such 
an important part of our identity, you feel like you're losing your identity all over again. Um, and it can be so distressing and shocking. Well, this is another thing. Not all women have great hair when they're pregnant. That's another topic. Some people actually lose hair when they're pregnant. Um, but generally, women enjoy quite a full head of hair. And this is because of the hormone estrogen. And it rises a lot when you're pregnant. And it helps to keep, amongst other things, hairs in their growth phase. So you find probably second and third trimester, fewer hairs are coming out, um, your roots, and then eventually your ends are looking much thicker. And when estrogen drops, when you give birth, all of those hairs, those extra hairs that were kept in their growth phase shed in quite a short period of time. Um, it doesn't happen right away. So it usually occurs about three months, three to four months after you've given birth and then last for around three months. But it's not just as simple as hormones. Um, you know, we're, if you read online, it's postpartum period is three months, postpartum hair shedding is three months, and it's kind of all put into this box, of, this neat and tidy box of quite a, a short period of time um, when you've, your body has been through an immense amount of changes and you know your health might have been impacted and often there yeah. are other things present that are feeding into the postpartum hair shedding making it worse okay. making it go on for longer than it should do and those are the things most people know about kind of oh it's because of the hormones but okay. more often than not there's a lot more going on than that diet as well Annabelle's diet contribute to hair loss or, yes. or hanging on to your hair definitely so that's one of the main things that can contribute to a postpartum hair shedding. So it's diet and it's nutritional deficiencies. So, you know, if you think about when you're pregnant, you get tons of blood tests and you, it's very common to have iron and ferritin, which is a stored iron deficiency when you're pregnant, especially in your third trimester, and also vitamin D deficiency because your baby is using up, you know, taking so much from you as they should. And then these deficiencies often aren't rectified or addressed when a woman gives birth or the blood tests aren't done again. Um, and also, regardless of the type of birth you have, whether it's a cesarean section or a vaginal birth, you're going to lose blood. So that even if your iron levels and your ferritin, your stored iron levels were OK when you gave birth, they're probably quite depleted from giving birth. Um, and those that can go undetected for years. Um, and ferritin deficiency, so stored iron deficiency, is the most common cause of excessive hair shedding that we see in women of um, menstruating age and in the postpartum period. Wow. And incredible. it often affects these hairs. Yeah, I was going to say, because I am, um, I've always had like pretty, like pretty thick hair. It's always grown like quite long. And then this year, I noticed that it wasn't growing as fast. Like it still felt full at the top of my head, but like the ends of my hair were thinner. And I actually went to the clinic, the um, Philip Kingsley Clinic in London, and I had my bloods taken and I was deficient in pretty much everything. Really, George? Yeah, other than vitamin D, which is weird because I was fine with that. Um, iron, ferritin, uh, zinc, um, biotin, um and should, we went through my diet and it was that, you know, yeah, you know, your diet's good. But I was, it, basically I was fasting. And so I wouldn't, I wasn't eating till 12 o'clock and apparently breakfast was like really important for my hair. And I was that, 
I don't know. And then since, it's only been probably six weeks, I've started eating breakfast again and I've started taking all my supplements. I've noticed a difference like immediately. Oh, amazing. It's mad. It's absolutely mad. But we've had so many questions. Yeah, let's get into it. Let's get into it. We don't want to get into it all like before we get into the questions. But let's start with this one. My hair has gone even more dry and brittle. What is the best treatment to help battle frizz? First off, great question. Important to find out why your hair is dry and brittle so that you can then stop or reduce doing those things. So have a think about, you know, are you heat styling too often or on too high a heat? How often are you having your hair colored? Um, are you going in out in the sun? Obviously not relevant now, but in the summer without protecting your hair from UV rays, what type of hairbrush are you using? So if I just, so basically I'll just give you tips on those things. It's use a low to medium heat on the blow dryer when you're blow drying, because it's really common to use a high heat and that always will cause dry, brittle hair. And then turn off the heat on your dryer when your hair is just dry. Don't keep going over. It's tempting, but don't keep going over the same areas again and again. Use a heat protective spray or serum when you blow dry. Um, Hold the dryer about at least six inches away from your hair. In terms of coloring, if you color your hair, make sure that you're prepping your hair before and then repairing it again after. So the best things to use for that would be pre-shampoo treatments. So we make Um, two really good ones uh, for strength and moisture one's elasticizer which is a pre-shampoo deep conditioner (laughs) and you pop it on to wet hair about 20 minutes before you shower shampoo and conditioner as usual and then a few days later use a a bond building pre-shampoo treatment Um, and we make one called um, bond builder restructuring treatment and using those every week and also taking steps to prevent the dryness and brittleness, that's going to make a huge difference mm-hmm. to your hair. Yeah, there's some really good tips there. One thing I'll say, just jumping on that, is that I've started to introduce, um, I only do it once a week because it's all I can manage, but I sleep in a mask and I use the uh, the Philip Kingsley elasticizer just because I just, it's so, it's so good. Um, yeah. But what I do is I just wait till my hair really needs a wash and then I just do it the night before the morning mm. I know I'm going to wash it and then I just sleep in it just put it yeah. in a bun and then just in the morning shower shampoo conditioner and that has really helped as well just build up the strength in the hair and actually that's something we forget we're happy to do face masks you know we're happy to do treatment on our you know go get a mani pedi or whatever but actually our hair is something that we really neglect yeah and it's the consistency yeah. isn't yeah. it like yes. you said like just doing it once a week that's realistic like you can you know most people can do that um, and if it's overnight then yeah absolutely or if when you're getting your nails done a treatment on Mm. Um, the ends of my hair feel so dry and lifeless is there any saving it can it be saved or am I better off just getting it cut off well I think it's always good to start from a healthy base so if you like your hair long you know don't chop it all off but you probably if your ends are very damaged get a little bit of a trim you know half an inch to an inch and then start working on growing those ends really healthily so using a pre-shampoo conditioning treatment once a week, um, using moisturizing, leaving conditioning products um, that you apply after shampooing, making sure that you're using a really gentle hairbrush because a hair hairbrush is, it seems like quite an innocent object, but because it's something that we use every day and often multiple times a day, if you're using the incorrect one, it can really snarl your ends. So, Um, Have a feel of your brush on the back of your hand. If it feels scratchy, 
it's going to be doing the same to your hair. So look for a brush with rounded plastic prongs and a few heat style, also a vented cushion base. Um, and that should really help. But just moisturize those ends, protect those ends, try to fuss as little as possible. When ends are frizzy, you know, they're harder to tame. So we do tend to keep you know, using a boar bristle brush or, you know, going over them with straighteners to smooth them. But you kind of just have yeah. to embrace that little bit of frizz for a bit of time until they become healthier and then your hair will just be much easier to manage and style. Brilliant. I love that. I mean, we've had so many questions on postpartum hair loss. So, you know, people wanting to know past postpartum hair loss remedies. Is there anything you can do or do you just have to ride it out? Um, I wonder if you could just sort of summarize things to consider um, with postpartum hair loss. There's some people saying, why does my hair still fall out when my youngest is six? Yeah. So postpartum hair loss that is purely hormonal. So when there's no dietary inadequacies, when there's no nutritional deficiencies, when there's no underlying health factors present, that should last for about three months and then stop just as suddenly as it started. And that you cannot do anything to prevent. That you do have to just ride out. But it is a rarity that hormones are the only thing going on. And so in that respect, there's a lot that you can do. So we talked about, um, Georgia, your when you had blood tests done, you, your zinc and your iron and your ferritin and your B12 came back low. And that's really common. And zinc deficiency is actually quite rare, but it's pretty common in the postpartum period. And if, especially if you breastfeed, if you have zinc deficiency, mm-hmm. your hair is going to fall out. Um, and these deficiencies can go on for years and without because we're just not tested for them because we're not given the care. Women aren't given the care mm-hmm. postpartum that they are. Just, so you have these imbalances present. Um, and until they're fixed, your hair will continue to fall out. So a great mm-hmm. thing to do is to ask your doctor for blood tests in the postpartum period. Even if your hair isn't coming out two months postpartum or even six weeks postpartum, ask for a comprehensive blood test, check your levels and then choose the appropriate nutritional supplements um, and you should be taking a either breastfeeding specific or just your regular prenatal vitamin in the postpartum period to help your body repair to help fuel your hair as well your hair is not an essential tissue so psychologically essential physically can live without it so even if there's a teeny tiny deficiency it's going to impact your hair quite massively so blood tests trying to eat well are very difficult with the newborn um you know you're trying you're sleepless you're kind of sitting on the sofa they've fallen asleep you're hungry you don't want to get up so try and leave snacks wherever you think you'll be with your baby. So by the sofa, always have like a bowl of fruit and nuts next to your bed, next to your feeding chair, on the floor near their play mat. Just have these healthy, nutrient-dense snacks available so that you're never left in a position where you can't feed yourself. So high-protein foods, nuts, um, you know, Mm. you can manage like, if you can leave half a sandwich around or a sandwich around containing, you know, turkey or chicken or, you know, some um, or a salad with with grains that give you protein and also complex carbohydrates are really important as well. We'll be right back after this short break. 
When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome back to this episode of Made by Mamas. Now, where were we? Me and Georgia got really into eating these biscuits called like booby bix or something. Basically, they were just <laughs> these amazing, nutritious biscuits that were full of like oats and nuts and peanut butter and all this kind of... And we would just, we would send photographs to each other like that, just with these biscuits in our mouth. <laughs> Every time we sat down to feed the babies, we were like that. Yay! So yeah, yeah. that's a really good tip actually having it there because you're right. Because if baby falls asleep on you, there's no way in hell you're moving. You're literally just right. like that. Yeah. And also, I think sometimes we overthink it, don't we? Like we're in the postpartum stage and we think, oh, do you know what? I can't be bothered to make anything fine I'll just have a packet of crisps or whatever but actually there are so many things you can just buy off the shelf and you just have them in your cupboard and you just have yeah. them to hand and they're actually going to do so much more for you yeah. than um yeah, yeah like even if you just had a slice of toast right ne- next question do you know anyone with alopecia areata where the hair has grown back to normal so I I had alopecia areata I've had it a few times so it's a and I know we have a lot of it's quite common. We have a lot of clinic clients with it. Um, so it's an autoimmune type of hair loss where your body mistakenly attacks hair follicles um, and causes usually circular bald patches on the scalp. It's not, it's usually almost always not permanent. So hair does grow back. Um, it's just hard to, because you're dealing with the immune system and really generally there's not like a huge amount that we know about or a huge amount you can do to control it without having, you know, widespread side effects on the body. Treatment is, you know, can be hit or miss. Um, and then also it's hard to predict how a patch is going to respond. So usually you don't have to do anything. If you have a small patch of, of hair loss from alopecia areata, it will just right. grow back on its own. Um, sometimes it will grow back, fall out again, or it grows back and another patch appears. Um, so what what I'll say is, is because stress can make it worse, try not to worry about it because it, most people do find that their hair does recover and it grows back, goes back to normal. When you're going through a stressful period or you're run down, you might find that a patch pops up again. Um, but again, yep. it will grow back. Most of the time, they kind of come and go and you just have to ride with it, if that makes sense. We, we do have mm-hmm. treatments in, in clinic, which can be, you know, a lot of people do have success. We use um, ultraviolet light. Um, we have stimulant tonics. We're actually doing um, trial at the moment, um, a clinical trial on a, on a new drug for alopecia areata, topical. So 
you can get in touch with the clinic if you're interested in participating in that. So, and or just to find Amazing. out about the treatments we offer as well. Right. This is a bit. Of, I guess this is a, a general question. The best shampoo and conditioner for grease, greasy roots, but dry ends, please. So that's the most common hair type combination. So. Greasy roots basically just means you need to be either shampooing more often, using a shampoo that isn't too heavy, or changing how you're using your conditioner. So Mm. this hair type is most common in people with fine hair, because when you have fine hair, you have more hairs on your scalp. Every hair is attached to an oil gland, so you have more oil glands on your scalp, so your roots get greasy very quickly if you have fine hair. And you should be shampooing daily to every other day if you have fine hair. I have fine hair, and if I don't shampoo my hair daily, I have a lot of it, but it's fine. My roots get greasy. So if you're shampooing every two to three days or every four days, that you might not have to do anything but increase your shampoo's frequency. If you're already shampooing once a day to once every other day, think about how you're shampooing. Maybe you need to spend more time cleansing your scalp. So, you know, a good 60 seconds massaging shampoo into your scalp rinsing well and then only applying conditioner from the mid lengths down because if you're applying it near to your roots such a it's going to make your mm. roots look greasy also think about the types of products you're using are you putting oils near your scalp are you fussing with your roots too much is your hair getting greasier around certain times of the month leading up to your period and if that's the case then you can use in those periods of time astringent products or scalp toners that are going to help soak up excess oils we make one called it's just called um scalp toner (laughs) Um, and it's really good at um disbalancing the scalp environment and um, combating any excessive oiliness just to say for the dry ends um again pre-shampoo conditioning treatments are great because they're just going to give you a type of hydration that a post-shampoo conditioner isn't able to so try and use that once a week and from our range we had have our moisture balancing shampoo and moisture balancing conditioner and that is specifically for that oily root drying combination um sort of on a similar route but more to do with volume um so is it sophie we'll call her Soph. um she says please can she recommend a good volume shampoo so i love our um density volumizing shampoo um i use it it is so gentle on the hair so it's formulated specifically for people with fine fragile hair so it doesn't tangle your hair and it doesn't make your hair feel gritty or coated it just adds really natural movable volume at the root so i would 100 percent recommend the density shampoo it's out of stock it's sold out so it's out of stock right now but it's back in stock at the beginning of december okay love that nice stocking filler this is interesting this is from claire is there more hair loss since covid Mm. covid can definitely cause temporary hair loss um so in that respect yes if you know we have a lot of clients who've had covid and they lose quite a bit of hair afterwards it can be quite extreme but it is temporary and the hair does back so the answer to that is yes but if it applies to you please don't worry because your your hair isn't permanently damaged right okay do serums really encourage regrowth and if so which one is the best one so it really depends so there are different types of hair loss and there are different kind of topicals that you can use so if you're talking so the most common type of hair loss is some for women female pattern hair loss 
um, or androgenic alopecia. And to combat that, so that's so androgenic alopecia is um, due to a sensitivity to normal levels of testosterone. So it's not that you have your hair, you have no. too much testosterone. It's that hair follicles on your scalp are just overly sensitive to the presence of it. Um, so the treatment, and when this happens, your hair follicles gradually miniaturize and they produce hairs that are slightly finer and shorter with each growth cycle. So the only way to treat that, there are topical treatments available, but they're prescription. So for okay. female pattern hair loss, using something that you buy over the counter, it's not going to do any harm, but it isn't going to treat it. So for that, you need prescription products that typically contain minoxidil. So that's a stimulant alongside some sort of um, anti-androgen. So hormones that are going to help combat that impact that testosterone is having. Um, we have prescription scalp drops at our London clinic um, of varying strength and varying ingredients uh, depending on your type of hair loss um, and the, how extreme it is. Um, but they're really, really effective. If you're having shedding, so when you're seeing more hairs coming out, when you shower, when you yeah. style your hair, that's different. Um, and using um, topical drops can help to minimize the hair that's coming out and also just give new hairs that are growing support to keep growing. Um, so that you can buy. Some serums are can be quite effective against that. Um, and we have a scalp drops called Density, which are good at doing that. But then you also have to think about why else is it coming out. So if your hair yeah. is shedding because you're zinc deficient, because your thyroid is imbalanced, because you're stressed, then using any the best serum in the world isn't going to fix that. That really involves making lifestyle and health and dietary changes. Well, I, I think that seems like a really lovely place to to stop the podcast. I feel like we've answered pretty much all of the questions around it and what a brilliant kind of summary on the post postpartum hair loss, which was which was kind of the overriding yeah. theme of, of today's podcast. Yeah. I feel like I've learned loads from it as well, actually, and that, you know, didn't even have a clue about, you know, diet, breakfast, deficient deficiencies and stuff. Annabelle, thank yeah. you so much for coming on. No, it's been such a pleasure. Thank such you. It was fantastic. It was fantastic. <laughs> so interesting I'm so glad that I went to that hair clinic like seriously so glad because you know like you just leave things don't you like oh yeah I'll be fine leave it leave it and obviously not only did I find out why my hair wasn't in the condition it used to be but also like there are so many things going on like your hair is actually a really good reflection of your health um so true so like don't ignore those things and you don't have to go to a hair clinic obviously you can go to your gp and get your blood tests and all that kind of stuff um so yeah but i, I think it's not something to be ignored for sure 100 percent, it's not i was talking to dozra about it this morning when we were lying in bed mm. and it was obviously slightly edgy conversation because i was having to talk to him about his hair loss i like i'm very very sensitive to it as well and for him and because he, he is but I, but I did say to him i said maybe you don't want to speak to your gp because you might be deficient in all of these mm. different things that might be contributing to the you know bit of hair loss that we're seeing recently because yeah anyway so i mentioned it so he won't book in to have a blood test but i've mentioned it. i've mentioned it, it. he'll there. do nothing about it but i put it out there the information exactly exactly <laughs> um so we're going to do our favorite hair products because yeah. as you know georgia and i bloody love hair products do. do you want to kick us off yeah i'm going to kick us off i have always been really loyal to ghd straighteners i used to work with them i've always used them then last weekend um 
James and I had a little weekend away and in the room was a pair of Babyliss straighteners Ooh. and I looked them up because they are so good I like to sort of use the straighteners for like a bit more of a curl I never really do dead straight hair and they are perfect for it they're called the Babyliss Straighten Curl Brilliance Straightener and at the moment they're 50 quid like on Argos I think I saw them boots the same sort of price they are fantastic they Amazing. are so smooth when you try and use them to curl they obviously will straighten as well I really rate them and I think that is a really good price um, I, I think I really rate Babyliss as a brand anyway I know like I've had their cordless tongs before I think they're fantastic but as a straightener I'd never looked at any other brand so yeah. definitely converted. worth out I'm, Love I'm that. 100% converted yeah so um, I'm going to talk about the Shuamura is that how you say it? Shuamura yeah we Shumira, know what you're talking about. Shumira, Mira, uh, rice water tonic. So this is a spray that I put on my hair before I use a heat spray. And really amazing for hydration, really good for dryness, just like pumping hydration into the hair. My hair is so dry with mm. overcoloring and overstyling and all the heat that I use. I've really, really noticed um, a difference in, like I said, with the hydration, but also the sort of density of the hair. It's like mm. it's just it's just injecting more water into it. So yeah, check it out. You can get it um, from Look Fantastic for thirty five quid at the minute. Yeah, that's not bad, and it probably and it lasts. Ages. Oh yeah, it yeah. lasts for six months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, actually, talking of like heat protection sprays, I I was really bad and never used to use them, um, and I do now because I always used to find they weighed my hair down too much. Yeah. So I've tried the. Kerastase heat protection spray it's in the pink bottle and if you're like me and you don't want your hair to feel like coated and yes. you almost just want it to be invisible that is a really good one to try again it's on the expensive side but I think I must have had mine for at least six months now and yeah, I haven't had going. to replace it yeah so one of the things with heat, heat protection is just make sure you're not putting it on your scalp you just need to do it from halfway down the head yeah. and also cover your whole hair that's the other thing yeah. we so often just spray it on like the top layer but actually we still style the underneath no. and we never put it there. No. So that's something I learned in the Little, clinic. There you go. Yeah. Oh, George is fresh from the <laughs> clinic with all her advice for the day. Um, and I'm going to finish up with the GHD round brush, which I'm absolutely obsessed with. It gives like um, a really great kind of salon blow dry from yeah. home um, really long lasting really good value for money I think they do them in three different sizes I've got the medium one and the small one obviously you can get different curls with it but yeah it just um, it's one of those ones that makes you makes you look and feel really good yeah and really really quick and easy isn't it yeah and I think they've, they've got a Black Friday sale going on at the moment so if you're quick then you can get a good deal on it. Snap one up. There you go. <laughs> um, thank you so much for sending in all your questions to Annabelle as well. What a lovely podcast today, chatting all about hair. Um, as always, rate, review, subscribe, and please give the podcast a little follow. Yeah, and obviously these Friday Q&As are for you. So if there's anything coming up in your lives, any topics you'd like us to cover, then please do drop us a DM. We read all of your suggestions. We are at Made by Mummers on Instagram, and we'll be back on Tuesday. Made by Mummers is an Insanity podcast production and today's episode was produced by the lovely Charlotte Mason. Insanity Group. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. 
Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50-80% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.